and welcome folks to episode 68 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mr. Six, and with me today I have Andy. A.K.A. Robin Archibald. <laughs> Our biggest fan. Our biggest fan. <laughs> was that a subtle enough reference? That was a subtle enough reference, yes. Buongiorno. Uh, buongiorno, signor. Is that right? No, do they say signor in Italian? I don't know, mate. I've not left my house for five days. I'm going absolutely start paving mad. Oh, yeah. I've been on work from home since last Tuesday now. Ooh. Yeah. Although that was my, not, you know, as you well know, Mr. England, I, I actually do one or two days working from home a week anyway. Uh, so I have my normally scheduled days working from home and then my work shut. And the remainder of my week ended up being working from home, so it ended up being even longer. And then, of course, the school shut. I've got, I've had the kids all week. Welcome, folks, to the lockdown special. Yeah, it is the lockdown special. It's um, strange times indeed. I hope everybody is safe and well out there, and you know, just looking after yourselves and looking after others. You know, I don't, don't know. That there's much else to be said on that subject, but we, we soldier on regardless, and we hope that for approximately an hour or so we're going to be able to entertain you and at least lighten some of the quarantine load yeah definitely new new terms like social distancing and self-isolation <laughs> yeah although if you saw so, me if you saw me you think I, i'm kind of doing the i look like i've been self-isolating for six months already anyway <laughs> i was gonna say we're gamers this is heavy <laughs> I, I certainly look like i've been social distancing myself from a coma or a brush <laughs> or a razor like a hairy Philip Schofield <laughs> like, indeed like a hairy Philip <laughs> Schofield <laughs> like, like a coconut that's gone wrong <laughs> there's that so. there's that food reference for the title you were looking for <laughs> well anyway my good man yeah, other to, than that to how explain, you do? to explain the, our most listened to podcast episode is tomato soup and mangoes and I'm convinced it's because the people are searching for recipes with <laughs> tomato soup and mangoes we've gone oh how does this work so it means that we have to reference food in the title we, we should look into that is there actually a recipe where I, I can't envisage anything that combines tomato soup and mangoes that's clearly why people have been so interested in, in what we're doing and uh, Nash Bridges of course <laughs> <laughs> with a smattering of porn yeah a very vague reference to that well although that reference to porn this is a, a mad ministry of dice tangent that reference to porn we have actually had folks adult entertainment affiliates approach us <laughs> wanting to sponsor <laughs> the site <laughs> don't know what kind of filth they think we produce mate they've just they've obviously met your mum ooh low blow boom and there we go, we're back on track. So how have you been doing, my good man? You okay? Aside from all that, you know, quarantine stuff. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, and it's have... kind of affected the game in a bit, really, isn't it? So. Well, I was just about to ask you, you know, in in the in the current worldwide circumstances, has has it given you an opportunity to get any gaming done at all over the last two weeks? Uh, well, mostly family stuff, so not too kind of in depth. We've we've bought a game called Pip, and I don't know if this is an, an old game that's been released. I've never heard of it before. Sorry, um, Pit. Yeah, Pit. Yeah, okay. I thought you said Pip. So. Oh, no, no, Pit. Like, a, I think it's referencing to like a Wall Street trader Pit. Um, uh, okay. So you have. I don't know it. Basically, you have. It's really simple. So you have nine cards, which have got gold 
on them nine cards which are oranges nine card which basically they're different commodities coffee sugar and then you divide them up between you shuffle them up divide them up between the players so if you've got four people you'd have four commodities that you shuffle into the pile uh, and then you just shout at each other and just trade cards so you go two cards two cards and then someone else will have two cards and you swap them until you have all nine cards uh, of the same commodity and then you smack the bell in the middle so it's not it's not worthy of a, a YouTube video, but, uh, <laughs> which, which you've seen a couple on uh, YouTube.com forward slash Ministry of Dice. However, <laughs> uh, it's quite good fun because the kids picked it up straight away. Uh, so you, you've been playing quite a lot of that with Fam Lamb. Very um, good. Made a new team, made the X-Men team. We played that last week. That's already on the YouTubes, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that went up. I think we played on Wednesday. I think it went up on the Thursday. I think I had turned it because obviously I've had the time on my hands to turn it around a bit quicker than normal. Yeah, uh, I just got the team here now. I had to pack it to one side because of all the work stuff that's now on the mm-hmm. desk. But that had some cool stuff on it. So basically, if you've not seen the YouTube video, go and check it out. But I was went through the X Men cards, and what I, what I wanted to do is make an X Men team, uh, but I wanted to try and not use the cards which we've spoken about before. Things like Iceman, Iceman, the one that won Euros that Chris had on his team. Super popular card. Has anyone actually bothered to look at the other one? Which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's really thematic. Yeah. It's Iceman. I'm just going to read out Iceman. I'm just me. When Iceman damages a character die, that character die cannot attack or block during the following turn, which is super thematic. It's like he's shot him with ice or something and uh, can't do anything whilst he thaws out. Uh, so I put teams together. That did pretty well, I think. Yeah. I can't remember. It was ages ago, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was last week. Uh, so it the, the core combo, that Hope Rachel combo, that is proving to be very popular. I think you know Balage at Euro Championship sort of brought that up to the surface, and quite a few people have been playing around with that. But uh, I think it's quite nice how you've looked at those less popular, less red X Men cards and looked to see if there's a, a a new kind of support network to put around that combo. And it, yeah, there was some, we had some good games. Yeah, the Hope Summers, the other version of that. You field it, you draw dice, and you put X Men into prep. That Kitty Pride. I went for the Hope Summers over the Kitty Pride. They're both kind of rampy journey mechanics, but I think there's an argument for both. They're both really good. Probably don't need two on the team, but there you go. So yeah, fun, really good. Yeah, we're gonna have a yeah. tinker around with it, play around with the, the cards. And, and, you know, see if it can progress into something that's fun to play. It's never going to, I don't think it's ever going to kind of shake the boundaries of top tier meta, but it's uh, it's good fun. Well, I don't know, mate. I don't know. There's, um, I think there's a lot of potential in it. Well, if you use the other hope, the popular hope. The, yes. Pervatic Pervatabatabatabat. Pluripotent Echopraxia. Like what I said. Yeah. All right, very good. Okay. That's pretty much me. Oh, Apex. Smashing Apex. Level oh, 80 oh. on the Battle Pass. Last two nights, two wins a night. No, what's... Is there a thing? I've not turned it on for days. Oh, like the Battle Pass. I'm on the Battle Pass, yeah. The, what, that started a few months ago? Yeah. Weeks ago. Yeah, level 80. It's good, isn't it? Well, very good, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, I'm way behind. But I've not been turning it on a lot lately, man. I've kind of... I have fits and starts. To start, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I've been enjoying that, and that's me done. Okay, very good. Would you like to know what I've been up to these last two weeks? Nah. 
Yes, right. of course I would. <laughs> well, I've been getting a lot of gaming in this week in particular, since the kids have gone off school. We've been, uh, uh, like many parents who will be listening right now, we've had this you know, guide, learning guides and Blackboard online learning portals to log into at 9am to check things and book reports to write and upload and blah, 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 blah. And I just thought, what have we got in the house that's like nice and educational, but also fun? And I've got, you know, a whole Kallax unit upstairs and stuff. So we've been doing lots of gaming, just really anything they fancy. Canine Kleptomaniacs has been out this week. Kung Fu Zoo's been out. It's like a greatest hits for my kids. Check Kung out Fu Zoo's been time. out. Uh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, in fact, both of those that we've done, the, I've done the reviews for lately. I've had a little reviews on the YouTube. Yeah. So a few individuals have been in touch lately, saying, you know, these games you talk about, you play with your kids. Can you let us know more about them? So I made a Canine Kleptomaniacs uh, review video uh, that was well received. And thank you very much for those folks who messaged me off the back of that one saying, "Yeah, love that. Can you do more?" Um, yeah, so I did it because the guy who made it mm-hmm. also put a comment on. I like that. Yes, I did. Well, uh, so uh, he, funnily, one of those small world after all things. So he he play tested his game down at Tailored Games in Devon. Oh, where our man Mark Sloan plays. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Who I went and visited uh, last summer and had a few games with. Yeah, so that's go check those out if you're interested in some non-Dice Masters content that's been going up on the channel. Just uh, I've just been mostly talking about the stuff that my kids like. So Kung Fu Zoo, Canine Kleptomaniacs. We had a game of... Jeez, we've played loads this week. Oh, uh, Beast of Balance has been out. That's another popular one with my pair. Although I found out that the company that makes it aren't aren't around anymore, so I don't think we'll be getting any new expansions or anything. Yeah, cheap on the Amazon if it's not. Well, that's. I mean, I picked it all cheaper, cheapest chips in the first instance. It's probably even cheaper now. Um, Cockroach Poker. We had the Batman Lego Batman card game that we bought in Tesco's out. We were here, yeah, lo- loads of board gaming going on in this fine household. I also had my copy of Dark Side Rising arrive in the post. What's that? That's. Uh, you ever see Thanos Rising? You ever see that one? <gasps> yeah, with the, the big model of Thanos in the middle. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's a Star Wars version with a model of Darth Vader in the middle. How cool is that? Yeah, it's a European exclusive as well. No way. Uh, yes way. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so I fancy yeah. the look of that Thanos one. Looks good. Yeah, that's probably more at your street than the Star Wars one, comparably, I'd have thought. I think you're more of a Marvel guy than a Star Wars yeah. guy. So we've not played that one yet, but that's just something new on the horizon that uh, me and the hashtag competitive wife will get an opportunity to play. However, she is a healthcare worker, so my wife is still out there on the front lines. God bless you. God bless her indeed. Yeah. Um, I've not had the Xbox on a great deal. Um, we've my Disney Plus subscription started as well, so that might have that will explain the non Xbox usage. Ah, oh, I just downloaded it tonight and subscribed. Looking good. Looking good. I've been in the Star Wars stuff in there. Kids have been in. In there, well, they've been going hog wild on it this last few days. <laughs> nice. I need to catch up. There's some Marvel films I've not seen and some Star Wars films I've not seen. Oh, there you go. Perfect. So, there you go, mate. There's my two week update. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, well, should we let the folks know a little bit about what we've got coming up in this episode? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Well, we're going to jump and bounce into a community focus to begin with. Just a few little announcements that we want to. Uh, highlight and make sure uh, certainly UK players 
I don't think the announcements will come as any surprise to anyone, but we've got a couple of announcements to make nonetheless. Then we are going to move into the MOD MGE review segment that we promised last episode that, that we bumped for the rotation news stuff. Um, yeah, so we've got that coming down, although we actually re-recorded it. Yeah, first version wasn't very good, was it? Well, I didn't yeah. think it was very good. I was a bit grumpy. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I didn't really listen to it. I just went with your gut instinct on it. So we re-recorded that. But anyway, just talking about that format, MODMGE, and what we thought of it and how it went. A little bit more elaboration on our live event, uh, and then at the back end of the episode, we have uh, well, I've set a little challenge to Andy, and then asked him to challenge me back around some of our favourite current cards that we lean on very heavily and have used a great deal over the last two years in the present modern rotation and talk about a little bit about what we're going to play with instead i suppose is the is the core of that idea what what's our what's our stuff to experiment with and then also you know we'll tie it into the youtube channel and you can see us playing around with some of those cards that we suggest as well and with all that that should bring us to the end of the show why i yeah that's a bit jam-packed that actually isn't it that's quite a lot. yeah all right well without further ado then let's get into the community focus shall we yes let's do that Okay, on to the next segment. <laughs> this is London Calling. Here is the news. Yes, okay, welcome back then, folks. Welcome to the Community Focus. So, as I, as I just said in the intro, I don't think this will come as any surprise to anyone, but UK players who were intending on coming along to our one big weekend north and south events and then to the mod pdm at the uk games expo don't they are presently temporarily cancelled <laughs> you're lucky you saved yourselves a beating that that, um, that may as be the case but <laughs> don't don't turn up yeah don't don't yeah don't go to shore and by sea on the when was yours the 16th of april yes don't go. don't don't come to element games don't come to Element Games on the, I think it was the 26th of April. Yours was on the 18th. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I meant. I was on the, no, that's all academic anyway now. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's not happening. Yeah. And then the UK Games Expo on the last weekend of May. I mean, the whole expo has been postponed. So, yeah, those live face-to-face events in light of current worldwide pandemic frightening stuff will not be taking place. Ooh. Which, you know, yeah, it's... It is what it is. Um, we I've spoken to Element Games. I know that you've spoken to the guys over at uh, KD Games. Our intention is 100% to reschedule those events, whether it be a one big weekend-related event or we just make them standard MOD PDMs is yet to be seen. We'll see how things shake down when the world finds its new level of normality. The UK Games Expo, though, they have put a tentative rescheduled date in. It is now taking place on the weekend of the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd of August. Yeah, and we will be intending, if it, if it does go ahead, our intention is to hold the MOD PDM at the UKGE on the 22nd, so on the Saturday. So basically, as it, as we planned on doing in May, but just lifting and dropping it in the new set of dates in August. Very is, close to another very important date. <laughs> what important date is that? <laughs> Your birthday. That's right. Yeah, yeah, it is indeed. That's I turn. Exciting. I'll be uh, by the UK Games Expo. I'll be forty forty years old and one week. Amazing. Uh, yeah, the ticket purchasing for the I think 
ticket purchasing for the UK Games Expo is still open, but currently our event is closed. Um, I don't think they're accepting ticket purchases for any any events right now, according to the email I got from the UK Games Expo folk organizers um so just keep an eye out we'll let you know but in in any case you know that's your that's your heads up as if you hadn't assumed that in the first place anyway uh what, what we will say though is arjun lucan over at the rolling thunder and the the rest of the kind of one big weekend helper network across the world all the tos the and council stuff. uh no not just the council all, all the people who uh, you you would have got the same email i did Maybe oh. I mean to check my emails. Yeah, okay. You've been very busy working from home. What was it? I've lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. So there's an intention to hold an online alternative. Um, and Arge was kind of feeling out the interest levels in that. So I think there was a poll on Facebook. The response rate, from what I understand, was pretty positive. So tentatively, keep your eyes and ears open. Uh, I think Dice Masters Unlimited or the Rolling Thunder website, um, that's rollingthunder.xyz, no apostrophes, no Gs, uh, would be the best place to keep your eye out if you're interested in that. That will be taking place with the whole Google Hangout uh, webcam setup uh, tentatively on May the 16th. Uh, with with potentially two brackets, a European bracket and a US bracket. So keep your eye out for information on that. However, you know, if you are sat at home getting a bit twitchy, stroke itchy for a game of Dice Masters... And twitchy, fit- stroke itchy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I like that. Oh, you, you liked it? I don't know. Sometimes when I'm going, my my mouth moves faster than my head. I don't think that... Or, or sometimes the other way around. Uh, indeed. I don't think that comes as a surprise to anyone who... Who listens regularly so yeah don't forget boys and girls ladies and gents that there is the weekly dice arena on a tuesday night although you'll have to go over to ross's facebook page weekly dice arena to check out start times because i don't get don't get involved with those guys it's in the early hours of the morning for us over here we have dice fight taking place starts at, i know that one's 9 p.m uk on a thursday night you've got the team of the month with the dm north folk they do a saturday monthly and theirs is coming up as of time of recording will it have happened it might actually do you know what it's the saturday just gone by the time this goes out i hope you enjoyed it guys but they'll do another one in a month's time is what i'm saying the, the guys over at cr game room they, they're doing a monthly one shot in addition to their kind of week by week events so you should definitely be keeping an eye out on their website too so there's lots of opportunity or you know join the discord there's a looking for a game channel um and the more people we get over there who can jump in and say looking for a game um and pair up just for a casual get together over google hangouts and if you're uncertain about the technology and uncertain about the setup take a look at the mod cribs videos you'll see all the different people from around the community how they've got themselves set up there's a great one that went out well as a time of recording it's not live you see so i'm doing that thing again you know where i'm getting myself muddled up but it will be out by the time this goes out on monday there's a great one there's a superb one you should all see rob pettifor who's already submitted one mod cribs has got a tremendous contribution in part four so please do go take a look at that and you know that really puts into perspective this comfy chair i'm sitting in that's for sure so uh, but if you're unsure about the technology make sure you ask i was giving someone uh, a few pointers the other day on discord about using their uh, mobile phone as a webcam because they didn't have a webcam you know so there's people out there who know a little bit and have a bit more experience and uh, we're currently talking about uh, a few of us more experienced online players getting together and doing you know a kind of online meet and greet come along it's not a tournament but you know you can 
meet up in a Google Hangout and then break away with a more experienced online player who can just help you out with settings and feedback or show you the ropes or play a casual game with you to break the ice or something you know if you're not able to get down to your local gaming store or around to your mate's house where you normally play and you're sad to hear things like one big weekend and mod pdms are getting cancelled at the moment then you know i think amazon delivery drivers are still working order yourself a webcam <laughs> just, make, just make sure they drop it at the end of the drive <laughs> And you go out and pick it up after they left. So, yeah, there you go. That's uh, I went on for quite a while there. Are you still there? Yes, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, there you go. That's the community focus, I think. Was there anything else we meant to bring up? That online mixery thing sounds a little bit like parties I've been to. <laughs> you get a bowl and you put your car keys in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get led off by someone more experienced. Sure. Sounds good. When do we do that? <laughs> Robinson. <laughs> How are we going to do that online? Because my camera's facing my um, dice mat. Um, well, yeah, that's kind of the point, though, isn't it? That you're supposed to be... All right. Oh, okay, sorry. Wrong end. Yes. It's always the wrong end for you. <laughs> <laughs> Any end's the right end. And on that note, on let's move on Yes, welcome back, listeners. And for this next segment now, we have the promised MOD MGE Meta Chat for the second time. <laughs> yeah, we have another go at it. Yeah, so we, we, we did pre-record a segment having a discussion about the kind of the, the cards, the combos, the standouts from the MOD PDM that took place in Stoke a couple of weekends back. Uh, but we, uh, regular listeners, those who listened last last episode will know, we, we knocked that particular segment on the head to focus on the rotation announcement because it just, you know, it was breaking news, very current and a finger on the pulse, as you would say, Andy. However, upon re-listening to the pre-recording, uh, you weren't so sure about it, were you, Andy? You thought we'd done a bit of a pants segment. Yeah, I thought we'd give it another go. Have a little bit of a think before we started talking <laughs> yeah. for once. Yeah, it's uh, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. And like the cream, we always <laughs> rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Is that right? Did I do that right? <laughs> it depends that? what you were going for. I was Can going go for, for a dirty old man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, ex- that's exactly what I was going Step-toe for. Steptoe and son. Yeah, that's, that's okay then. I was going for a dirty old man. <laughs> dirty old man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so i was on the alexa before i was having a little strum on the old guitar and i was on the alexa before i was just putting a few tunes on and playing along to them and i wanted carry on my wayward son to have a little play along with that one absolute classic and i just said alexa play carry on and she just cut me off didn't let me finish saying my wayward son Oh, she's just picked me up there now. <laughs> and on the TV, I got the entire back catalogue of the Carry On movies. <laughs> what, have you got Alexa's like, linked into your TV? Yeah, on the Fire Stick. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's a thing, man. It's a thing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, carrying on. A little known fact for the listeners, actually, just while I'm talking about Carry On movies, um, it's well established, Andy's long-standing, illustrious career in acting and the and the media arts and what's not well known is that uh, andy actually had a job for a little while he was the nasal hair trimmer for kenneth williams it's just more more than his nasal hair but we won't go into that that's <laughs> true story true story it was like a proper underbrush up there but using your technological little miniature nasal hair shaving skills you, you really tidied him up for those close-ups i'll do my best i'll do my best we didn't have shavers back in those days though it was just a little pair of scissors oh 
must have taken you ages. <laughs> anyway. Sure. Sure. <laughs> oh, I've got to stop trying to improvise those. Uh, MOD MGE meta then. Yes. So, we thought we'd we'd give it another go, although I think we, we discussed it before. A little bit less exciting to talk about now that new modern has been announced and the rotation and and all the new exciting kind of restrictions that we've got. Uh, but I thought it was still worth us having a little bit of a chat. What we saw on the day, what we think it could offer, like over the next year whilst we're stuck inside our homes without being able to get out yeah, uh, and see what we do. I mean, the, the one thing, the, the main thing that springs to mind with the teams that we saw at the MOD PDM was there was a good variety. Uh, so my worry was that with uh, Waterdeep and WWE, we would see Becky Lynch, Godcatcher, Gazer, and you know, Rinse Repeat. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the meta or the uh, the clientele that we attract. But <laughs> uh, but there was a good variety in there. There's, there was um, there was a god catcher. I think there was also the other god catcher to stop the first god catcher. Yeah. That. Um, so just to dwell on that for a moment, I think you're right. I think people the tone of an MOD PDM is very much about come on, let's let's get those dusty cards out the binders, let's get some stuff out on the table that's a bit fun and different. It's a place for experimentation. I mean, I know there's there's prizes up for grabs, but you know, it's not like you're fighting for the prestige of of a, a you know a championship title or anything. Um, and so people, I think, do use it as a kind of a space to to play, which is is what we put out there. But also, I think WWE and the D&D stuff was so new. I mean, I, I know there's been a lot of meta chat about the Becky Lynch's of the world, the Gazers of the world, the Godcatchers of the world being big meta splashes on the scene. But we, we have very limited time to kind of test them out and get our heads around them before the MOD PDM took place. So I think maybe that had a part to play in people's decision-making as well. Yeah, true. I mean, we did see them. Statistically-wise, there were four Gazers out of the 12 teams. Mm. Uh, so that was the most popular of the the new cards. Uh, no, I lie. Yawning Portal was very much the uh, pick of the pops of the of the new stuff. We spoke about that the last episode. Yet to be convinced, aren't you? Yeah, I'm not. I'm I, I'm not sure I'm on board with it. I I I kind of liked it a little bit when it first arrived, and then then I tr- I think I said this actually. So apologies if I'm repeating myself. But it, leading up to the MOD PDM, we gave it a little bit of bit of field testing down at element games and 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 in fact i saw this on the day i just found it a bit messy and a bit clumsy and it sort of messed up people's bags and i think if if the free fielding element wasn't on there then i don't i don't know if it if it would be i think it's right for a certain type of team the type of team that you might use a big entrance with which again i think you mentioned last episode Mm. I was seeing people, they were fielding sidekicks in order to get the discount on new purchases at times when maybe they didn't need nor want to field sidekicks. Now, admittedly, I was playing a a Poison Ivy, Fetid Bloat Drone, Bobby Heenan thing that loved loads of sidekicks in the field. So maybe my view on that's a little skewed because I was like, yeah, you put you put them sidekicks out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, it just seems... And then uh, uh, Stu... Um, uh, but he said this to me. He was like, "Well, now I've got six in my bag, and I, I've got no way of churning that through. So I'm not, I'm not going to draw these great purchases I've just made, possibly. And you know, it kind of sends things a bit wonky and skew if. Do you think there's a, a formula to it? Like, there's a formula to using PXG properly. There's a formula to 
um, you know, ring res first kind of three turns to get the uh, what you need out on turn three, or do you think it's more of a roll and hope like big entrance? Well, yeah, I think you, I think there is a formula in terms of having a really tight first three turns using yawning portal. The if you wanted to get a high fielding, low cost, low purchase cost dice out in your third turn, then yeah, it's absolutely you know a jubilee, let's say. Mm. Um, I think the problem there is once you've got it in rotation, going into your bag and coming back round again, it starts to become a burden. So even if you crack the formula to give yourself that super tight first three turns that gets you exactly what you need in the manner in which you need it, um, with the added value of you know things not costing you to field, et cetera, et cetera, then great. But I think whereas PhD was a global and therefore you initiated it and activated it at your leisure without really much more consequence than maybe if you're like me and you can't get your head around it, you've messed messed your bag up. It, it becomes a, a, a bit of dead weight ongoing you know, unless you want the box, yeah. I suppose. That is very much like big entrance, isn't it? Because that's yeah. very much your yeah, first couple of turns, fantastic, and then it was oh great, we've got big entrance again. Yeah, I mean, I used to I used to love big entrance, but I used to play it on wombo combo two cost character teams where they were all when fielded, or I wanted to you know, like with my human torch just hold me back with a load of characters, and then do you know what I mean? So it has its place, and I've I've always been a fan of big entrance, but I think that gold rush towards Yawning Portal that we saw at the MOD PDM perhaps is a testimony to the fact that even though we did a bit of field testing, it was still pretty new and we kind of hadn't got our heads around it. Cool. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there was a quite, most teams were different. We had a couple of infiltrate, but other than that, or a couple of, I think, was it drow mercenaries, although one was on a boom boom team, so it's kind of supporting it. There were still strong teams, though the Parasites team, was very strong. Won the day. Infiltrate was definitely strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Alex is well tuned on how to use it, uh, so that I think helped him out as well because he came was he was runner up, wasn't he, in the final? That's right. Yeah, came second. Came second. Not that there was a final because we always play all day, so it was uh, the top table, if that's what we want to call it. So yeah, um, blah 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 blah. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> you said you had 10 hours sleep and were fighting fit and mad for it. <laughs> I am. Okay. I well, think... you, just, you just went blah, 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 blah. <laughs> no, I was talking normally. You must be tired of not hearing me. Oh, Roger that. That's uh, definitely within the realms of possibilities. Yeah, so Infiltrate is an interesting one because it's obviously had a boost to its ranks in... Uh, certainly in D and D, but I think there's a bit of a little sprinkling of infiltrate in the WWE. But the cornerstone of it that Alex used to take it to the win, which was the uh, super rare Angela, the Hunter of Demons, uh, she she's going to go in rotation. So it'd be, I think it's a great win condition that's got an interesting journey to go on now. Yeah, so I think for the next what couple of months it's going to be really good, and then it's going to be rubbish again because there's only going to be a few cards with it. Yeah, yeah, which is a shame, really, isn't it? Well, yeah, I, I always felt Infiltrate never quite had its time in the sun. I, th- I thought it was great, and there's always been the bishops and the black widows of the world to mess with its happiness, you know what I mean? And Infiltrate, because it does rely so heavily on Angela, or certainly has done up until recently, was always very heavily affected by Shriek because that one card was so vital to its success. 
And uh, that's a great example of, of, you know, Shriek interfering with the meta because the minute you took Shriek out of the meta, an infiltrate team places second, you know. Uh, but it's also infiltrate teams are hard to repurpose. So whereas the solution to Shrieks a lot of the time are to have a pivot win condition or a slightly different way of playing your current win condition, infiltrate because you need the Angela. And then in order to maximise the damage, you need... Uh, you know, a Black Widow or um, the new one, what's the new one, Black Viper. And then in order to up the damage capacity, you then want uh, another Infiltrate character really to be the scrub to do the to do the legwork. And, the, you know, there's a wealth of choice in that area. There's loads of sort of two cost. And then a lot of people drop Ricochet on for the ramp and churn of it all. Yeah. So that's four out of your eight cards dedicated to just making the, the infiltrate work and you need to buy and field a dice each for all of them you know um so the minute a shriek blanks and angela you, you're screwed yeah you know so i think the absence of shriek in the mod mge format because she, she was on a lot of those championship teams that got banned meant that it, it kind of freed up a team like an infiltrate team but it's very sad now of course in lighter rotation that it's it's got a new journey to go on, really, because the cornerstone of it has been carved off with the rotation at the same time as its biggest nemesis has been carved off too. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, the, 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 the whole unblockable sidekick thing relies very heavily on Parasite Maxwell Jensen. We, we talked about Parasite Maxwell Jensen quite a bit when he featured very heavily probably around this time last year, early last year, I feel like it was... When we were at the Crescent Gaming Consortium, there was a lot of Parasite-related teams about. Yes, there was, wasn't there? A lot of the Unblockable and the Thingy-Bob What's It with the Jubri What's It. Yes, that's right, the Jubri What's It. And the Thingy-Bob, don't forget the Thingy-Bob. Yeah, the Poxwalker. Yeah, yeah, Poxwalkers, uh, the Awaken Ant-Man. I seem to remember there were yeah. a couple of teams around with Awaken Ant-Man. Uh, I remember playing Mark Sloan, and he used Astro the Space Dog, who's an ally, and <laughs> smashed him through. Should we Crypto? No, Astro. Bat Hound. Ace Astro. the Bat Hound. That's the one. Yeah. Ace the Bat Ace the Bat Hound. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, so because <laughs> he's an ally. I remember playing Mark Sloan, <laughs> <laughs> and, and he used uh, Bat the Ace Hound to uh, um, go through because it's an ally. <laughs> Bat the Ace Hound. Uh, the ace hound. Oh, this, that's uh, I'm cutting that out. That's going in the after credits. Do you want to start again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember playing Mark Sloan with his hound, uh, <laughs> the bat ace. <laughs> that was a nightmare because it was an ally. Ace the bat hound. <laughs> I remember playing Mark Sloan with Ace the bat hound, using an ally to uh, uh, insect play, get through, and do loads of damage. He had really good stats on a cheap ally yeah. that could add on the damage from Parasite. So, yeah, that was prevalent. That, that, that was, was that really a year ago? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, Definitely. over a year, I think, actually. Um, it was early 2019, I think, we had the Crescent Gaming Consortium on. Oh, actually, maybe not. Maybe it was, yeah, it was like May time. Yeah, more because it was warmer, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a lovely day. That was a nice day, yeah, because I remember I had my sunglasses on and I had my, my lovely light Levi's trucker jacket on, which I'll have to dig out the wardrobe. Oh, when there's... When the... Weber turns. Yes, if I ever get an opportunity to go outside. <laughs> Again. <ever. laughs> yeah, that's it. This is it, folks. We're get ready. It's gonna be conveyor belts, underground tunnels of conveyor belts that just basically take you into supermarkets to spend your money and then take you home again. 
It'll be like that spaceship on Wally. I quite like that. What the film or the lifestyle that I've just described? <laughs> that that lifestyle. <laughs> Have my own little hover wheelchair. Yeah, big slurpee and you. Netflix. Bag of crisps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Live the dream. Yeah. Apex Legends. <laughs> yeah. A little side tray with some dice on. Yeah, that's. It sounds great. <laughs> Webcam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> microphone of course uh, yeah in order to continue podcasting <laughs> yeah <laughs> naturally uh, t- um, <laughs> I'll say well, 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 well. <laughs> sorry I coughed you said. Oh, uh, what I was gonna what, what, what I was gonna say is that because there's quite a variety of teams I think that the the format promotes kind of creativity and getting rid of that like level of oil on the top do you know when you're making gravy and you get rid of the oil on the top yes um then you know you get a richer and fuller game yeah so that analogy i call it i managed to, to kind of compare dice masters to gravy <laughs> it's all gravy baby it's all gravy uh i agree i think you're right um i think it does what global escalation was intended to do but couldn't do because they weren't taking the global escalation winning teams yeah, off the top, they were only ever taking the winning modern championship teams off the top. So it achieved what I think Global Escalation is designed to achieve, just by slightly altering which um, I don't know what you call it era, modern era, golden era is it? Yeah. Era is the gold. By changing the era that you focus the golden escalation, golden escalation, global escalation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, by yeah, changing the era that you that you put that restriction into. Um, so I agree. I think you're absolutely right, and it just brought the the. I think we've said this before with the 1.5 and the two tier stuff up to the top, you know. And and there's no reason why, as a format, it can't continue. the The list of legal sets to build your team out of. I mean, it's on the blog post where I announced the event. So you can you can just provide your players the list and say, right, build your teams out of these sets with this ban list. Yeah, definitely. Um, but they're equally ongoing. If we ever actually get any championship events this year, which you know <laughs> there's no guarantees of at this moment in time, but if we were to, you would then you could just then replicate the idea in the new modern meta as well, so it, it can live on. So what's been played currently can can have its time up until May, as you said earlier, but then you could kind of take it beyond that because the list is published. You know, it's there. These, these were the legal sets in the eighteen nineteen meta, or the nine no nineteen twenty nineteen twenty yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. It's decent. It's it's good. Yeah, I agree. And so, it, it, it uh, but having that little sprinkling of new stuff, that little injection of new stuff, was interesting because it just gave a little bit of a fresh boost. But because we hadn't like really gone all in on them yet, because there weren't any kind of all in Becky Lynch teams. She was there for a global, I think, on the teams that she did appear on. There was one all-in Godcatcher team, but at this point in time, it hadn't kind of been fully worked through and optimised. I think Jack would admit that himself. So, yeah, I thought that was a nice little shot to the arm with the new stuff, but we'll see how that pans out, obviously, ongoing. Yeah. Like you said before, it was a moment in meta that we've got this combination of two that we won't see again. Yeah, that's right. And we've had a few of those on these shores. You know, we've yeah, got, we've had a few moments in time in 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 the meta setup where it, it kind of happens in that briefest 
short period, usually around now, actually, when rotation's been announced and the new rotation's coming in. So it, I think that gave it a nice little sheen too. And I, I'm really quite proud of the event um, and just taking that idea that already exists and giving it a lick of paint. That's cool. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's what our thoughts are on the the format. Be really interested to see if you guys play any tournaments with the format. But yeah, just to see it as we get more comfortable with the cards and the newer cards in WWE and Waterdeep and their associated team packs, how we merge them in. And, and as we learn how to do a turn to kill with a god catcher, as we learn how to <laughs> Becky Lynch someone straight up the uh, Jaxi, uh, how will that kind of affect what we choose? So yeah, be interested to hear from you guys. Yeah, let us know. All right, we'll wrap it up there and then move on to the next segment, shall we? Yeah. Yes, welcome back, dear listener. And for this next segment now, I don't know if I made it particularly clear in the in the intro, but for this next segment now, what we'd like to do is talk a little bit about new rotation. But we're, we're going to take a bit of a personal view on it. And so what we've done is I've made a list of three cards that over the last two years, current modern rotation, Andy has played against me a lot. And then Andy's done the same. He's done a list of three cards that I've relied on very heavily and used a great deal over the last two years. A and a, a lot, yeah. And then we're going to challenge each other to basically come up with some alternatives. What are we going to do differently? Or what new card are we going to play with that's that's going to backfill that gap or fulfill that, that Dice Master's need within us? Is this another combo countdown? I suppose it kind of is in a little bit of a way. Like, you don't necessarily know what it is I've suggested and we may prepare differently. No, I meant as in Car Crash. Well, this is going to be a car crash. Let's see. Well, let's, let's go on this journey together, listeners. You, you know, back. I love the, I, I love Relax. the optimism. I love the optimism. The outset. Wow, I didn't get it to start off with, so that's always a good start. Well, true, yeah, but I didn't explain it very well over instant message, and then I'm not sure I explained it very well to you when we talked. And now I don't think I made it any clearer in the introduction we recorded, and I'm not entirely sure I made it any clearer in that description I've just given there. So we're really on for a winner. But this is the price you pay for having, you know, a, a, an authentic free-flowing conversation, I suppose. I'm just <laughs> going, what was it um, Katie Data said to us? Live to drive. <laughs> when the rubber meets the road, Diem Armada will take you there. <laughs> that's just a completely unrelated... <laughs> you've, just, you've just led to a completely unrelated other favourite quote. <laughs> Isn't that the same thing? When the rubber meets the road, we're going on this journey together, folks. I said that I, before. I suppose so, yeah. Anyway, right, the three cards then, Mr. England. Shall I take them one at a time? Scads of dice. Scads and scads of dice, that's right. Uh, so the, the three cards that... Well, I'll start with the first one. So in all the times we've played over the last couple of years, uh, certainly in the current modern rotation, you have loved playing with sidekicks just like little sidekicky strategies going on. Loads of Jubilee against me, loads of Dum Dum Duggan, both the one that protects sidekicks and the one that gets bigger with sidekicks. You've messed around with Inset Plague. You've messed around with uh, the Batman that gives them all plus two attack. You've messed around with the Batman that gets bigger when sidekicks are out. Just sidekick mania. But all of those teams relied on one particular card, and that was Professor X No More Magnus with his sidekick-making global. That's right. That one's still uh, legal. <clears throat> <laughs> it most certainly is not my gun man I've had words <laughs> okay <laughs> well they weren't successful <laughs> yes. uh, and I hope you were at a suitable safe distance while you were having those words as well <clears throat> yes we were two metres away 
At minimum, yeah. At minimum. <laughs> we had to get a higher, a bigger hall for our uh, <clears throat> federation of elite dice masters players. It's been incredibly hard work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair play. Um, but uh, PhD, no more Magnus, mate. That global. So, are you going to carry on playing with psychic related strategies? And if you are, how are you going to backfill that one? Okay. Well, yes, more than likely I will do because we just seem to gravitate towards things that we like. Indeed. Very much like how I speak to you every week. Ah, thanks, oh, mate. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so there are a couple that tick the box. Uh, okay. You can always tell when I'm looking for something on my phone because I talk slow. Um, okay. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> no one else has. It's fine. Uh, the first one is Lita. Yes. And it is, while Lita is active at the end of your roll and re-roll step, you can spin any of your psychic dice to their level one superstar face. She's a four-cost bolt, and she is 0, 3, 1, 1, 4, 1, and 2, 5, 2. She's quite a chunk, actually, isn't she? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, she's no slouch in the stats, but I mean, you're paying for them, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, there's a three-cost version of her, but um, actually, this is the only four-cost version, which is called Fan Favourite. Uh, certainly a favourite of mine. Uh, and yeah, so that gives gaps gives me the sidekicks. Arguably, that could possibly be better. Well, no, because PXG is just pay a mask, do it on my turn, do it on your turn. Just yeah. Make a mask, make a sidekick. This one, you have to have an active, and then you've got to actually draw sidekicks, which you do most of the time. But, you know, Sod's Law, when you want one, you're going to draw four characters or actions or something. So that's one to play around with. That's certainly a nugget. I mean, arguably it could be better because if you if you were so inclined, you could make yourself four sidekicks in a turn. You could, and do four <coughs> sidekicky type things. There's where's that crystal? There was a crystal that oh that was wild faces. So while crystal was active, she's a two cost fist. She's not relevant anymore, but I've started so I'll finish. During your reroll, roll and reroll and reroll step, you can't spin wild faces to sidekick faces. That one I tried out instead of um, PXG for a bit. But it wasn't as good because it wasn't as consistent. But I suppose any sidekick, that could be a turn. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. give her a try, find her out. I say give her a try, try finding WWE in the UK now. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's tricky. Rarer than toilet roll. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. We'll be using our WWE cards to, to, <laughs> to, to substitute the toilet roll soon. Um, we'll be, uh, yeah, I heard the B&Q down the road from me and had no more wallpaper samples left. I've <laughs> <laughs> been, been uh, cutting up uh, newspapers into little squares oh. uh, back, back in the old days. Do you remember the toilet paper you had as a kid? I don't. I don't. What, the, new, the, the like the greaseproof papery type stuff that was in school? Uh, I don't remember it specifically, but I know the type of toilet paper you're talking about. Did you never have a poo at school? No, absolutely not. Never. The second card that I thought about for sidekicks um, was the Atlantis one. Oh, uh, with the global. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't like globals where you have to use more than one energy. No, it's tricky, isn't it, sometimes? I've had, what was the old one? The uh, Star Labs. I've had people use Star Labs like an absolute boss against me. Yeah, yeah. But I always find this one. So to read the global, pay fist shield, move a sidekick die from your use pile to your prep area, field a different sidekick die from your use pile. So you've got to have a fist and a shield. Yeah. Which isn't unfeasible. It's a shield in itself. So if you've got a couple of them rattling around for the ability, which 
ain't that bad actually the two costs which is move any number of your dice you roll during your roll and re-roll step from your reserve pool to your prep area so you're kind of saving stuff for next turn uh but anyway um you gotta have the two energy you gotta have two sidekicks in your use pile because the first one goes to the prep area and then the second one goes into uh the field but yeah it's it's definitely a possibility well there's no shortage of clayface globals and intellect devourer globals about that could help you fix your energy to get you know that very specific global combo together yeah so a bit like billy club and <clears throat> yeah professor x yeah so yeah it's it's a possibility again one that will no doubt get tried out um i don't think either of them have got the uh the the simplicity <laughs> of the new pxg sidekick maker he's not new anymore is he no 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 there's been another pxg since so what does that make him the, uh... the forgotten middle child I suppose so. <laughs> PXG sidekick maker, the forgotten middle child of Dice Masters. Bless him. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, All right. those were my thoughts. What do you think? Okay, I think I think they are. I can't think of anything else in, in addition to those two. Um, should we do your next on the list then? What's the next one on the list? Well, so, you know, we one thing we've talked about a lot is that I'm a control player, but you're a, you know, a beat stick player. And... I was looking back through our YouTube video library, our archive for inspiration. Other people can also do that at YouTube forward slash Ministry of Dice. (laughs) Indeed they can. Um, But I noticed that you've played Mr. Fix-It an awful lot against me. Have I? Yeah. Doesn't feel like I've played him that much. Does it not? If you look look back through the videos, you'll see like when we're doing competitive prep, particularly in modern... Uh, fix it. Uh, is it the muscle for hire one that you use? His printed attack gets doubled up, isn't it? Yeah, well, you ping him with magic missile, which is also dead, and he doubles his attack. Yeah. So, my question to you is who's who's your new beat stick? Who's your fix it replacement? Oh, easy peasy. <laughs> mm, I'm sure it is. And I haven't got her yet, but Becky Lynch. <laughs> yeah. Maiden Island. The one and only. Yeah. The overcrushing five cost with the chalkboard global and the mini storm ability when fielded, when fielded ability even. You know I can't, I can't you know can't wait to get my hands on one. Did have one, but then I had a curry last night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, that's going to be amazing. I'm gonna I'm gonna absolutely hammer that. When, when I get my hands on her. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely one to try out. Uh, also, it's one of like that god catcher. Again, I haven't got trouble in Waterdeep yet, mostly because I'm tight, but also because I wanted to make sure I got paid this month. Uh, but um, I want to get that, and I want to have a try with it, because. Um, but then it's got stigma already attached to it. It's like, I'm going to put it on a good team, and then you're going to go, oh, my God. No, I'm actually, I don't know. I'm not. I played against one at the CR Game Room event on Saturday just gone. All right. Found it all right if you kind of just don't sweat it early doors. Okay. So is it one of those ones that is nasty, not as bad as it looks? Uh, well, I think it can definitely, like a snowball, you know, it'll gather more snow as it rolls down the hill sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Although I did have Scarlet Witch because it was in the current modern, although she never came out. But I think if you... 
Yeah, I don't know. I think because because the force block game text on it is a must, not a may, so they've got to name a character to block. As long as you can always get something out in the field. Right, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. And so I just kind of loaded up on sidekicks or you know, just went, well, if they're going to KO my collector or whatever, they're going to KO my collector. So I just took it on the chin sort of thing. So I'm not, I don't know, you're right, there is a bit of a stigma attached to it, but I'm not sure it's, I mean, somebody will be out there working on a, a fully optimised build that will clear your field and do your 20 in turn three or whatever. So I'm sure that that will then subsequently change all of our opinions. But at the moment, I think, I mean, don't don't get me wrong, please don't misinterpret me. I, I definitely think a 10-10 character storming down the field at you very early doors that you can activate and get in the field for a purchase of a three-cost action is not to be underestimated at all uh however yeah i'm not too sure i think becky lynch is is definitely the tougher beat stick there cool anyway i look forward to trying those both out all right fair enough they're, they're definitely exciting i think i think they're reasonable choices uh so your third and final challenge is to replace madden web for as again as for as long as i've been playing you you've always been a big fan of making your stuff unblockable yeah, it's less unblockable and more just getting stuff out of the way. When you're attacking constantly, it's really annoying when like you have the sidekick, oh, jump block, jump block, because you work like you know four or five turns to get your big brute out, uh, and then if it has to just bounce against stuff, it's really annoying. Uh, and Madam Web does the business of making sure everything goes out of the way, so it doesn't matter what's in the field. When you're playing someone with a big old control team, it doesn't matter because... You're not going to be able to block anything else. You're not going to be able to do any stupid mind. What's that? Mr. Mind. Mind. Mastermind. Mastermind. It's not going to, you know, <laughs> it's what I have to say to that, <laughs> to your mastermind, because uh, yeah. Madam Webb's going to deal with it for two energy. So, I would, yeah, I've definitely played with her a lot. What would replace that? Uh, I suppose easy replacement of sorts is the Venerable Dreadnought. Uh, sure, yeah. As far as removal goes, it does quite well with range. You can certainly clear clear a field of weenies pretty quick. Yeah, you know, if you're going to drive through that big hit, more often than not, I've got a few characters out to do that, so that adds to the range effect, or a load of sidekicks out, you know, to do some, some shenanigans with the Lita. Seething Corruption's still legal as well. Is it? Yeah. Of course it is. So yeah, yeah Lita to get the sidekicks out, Venerable. Dread not in the field, attack, do loads of pingy damage to everything that's over the other side, and then smash through with your Becky Lynch. So that's something. Although again, it's got that horrible stigma to it as well. <laughs> oh, you got Venerable Dreadnought. Well, I've, you know, there you go. Well, Black, Black Widow Agent's still legal. She's in the legal promo card pool, so there's a counter to it. Oh, true. Yeah. Be interesting to see with um, if that Venerable Dreadnought does come to the fore. Well, I think the risk with Venerable Dreadnought is that there's a lot of stuff with really big arses. Yeah, especially with WWE coming out. Everything's got massive stats. Yeah, yeah, quite a lot of the new D&D stuff has got uh, big defence as well. So your Venerable Dreadnought might not be able to make do the board clear that you're looking to do, unless, like I say, you, you back it up with a seething corruption. Yeah, so that, yeah, so one that may come to the fore, certainly one that's probably it's already out. I can see it now. So that will definitely be uh, replacing Madam Webb's slinky shoes. What other things did we did we have here? We've got um, 
the one we spoke about with the tag out that Seth Rollins we did when we did our segment on tag out Seth Rollins when he attacks all sidekicks must block a Seth Rollins superstar die if able similar yeah. it's not quite the same because mm. um, it's getting rid of your, your chump blockers but um, it's not getting rid of everything definitely be handy if you've got some big nasties then you want to get rid of the uh, opponent's control pieces you can get rid of all the chump blockers and then you're going to be knocking out whatever it may be something um, of value yeah and you can tag him out so once once they've all <laughs> once they've all blocked him you can tag him out and bump up <laughs> the other attacker yeah true yeah so that definitely a, a good one <laughs> so that's definitely worth a shout i'll be playing around there four cost he's cross pulse as well which is I, I, cross pulse stuff's annoying Oh. Um, well, again, it's because you need a shield and a bolt. Put an intellect devourer on then. Yeah, I think intellect devourer is going to be like super popular. Yeah, although uh, when, when when I played it against you the other day, I was a little bit unhappy about the frequency of use you got out of it. Yeah, it's energy fixer, isn't it? It's good. Yeah, yeah. So that one is good for kind of getting. Was it just kind of removing stuff out of the way to? smash through with the rest of it and there was one more that i have in mind bobby heenan the pink dude yeah when when fielded makes a level three character unblockable yeah so unblockable wise if if you can't get things out of the way the option would be to try and get things unblockable so as a two cost when fielded mask that's pretty decent other ways of making things unblockable, things like the old fate. No, oh, yeah, Dimension Door still being, wasn't it? That's in one of the campaign boxes. Uh, yeah, I think it was in Justice. Hold on to your hats, folks. Let's find out together. Dimension. Uh, no. Oh, no, it was Superman, Superman Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Ah. Uh, oh, tits. Anyway, there's lots of ways of making things unblockable. It may be more that you have to get a combo out or do something or with a thing or that with that. I'm not quite sure yet. I'll have to have a look into it. But certainly making a Becky... Well, I suppose Becky Lynch is overcrush, isn't it? But a god catcher, an unblockable god mm. catcher is going to be nice. You definitely want a um, distraction-style global of some description in the bank for that one. Well, okay then. So that's my thoughts. Thank you very much. Well, seeing as how we've used up most of the time <laughs> of this really? segment on yours, yeah. Yeah, we're very close to Kingpin, in fact. Should we do yours in another segment? Or do you want well, to... I could I could rattle through mine pretty quick, you know. No, no, I feel guilty. No, it's all right. Go on, people, give me mine. People listen I'm... to you anyway. They don't really listen for me. They listen to hear you. Dude, I'm, I'm not the UK national champion 2017. That is very true. <laughs> so yours are the first one of the cards that you have thrown at me for a long time and is really annoying is Nobby. Yes. I got accused of being very unoriginal using him last weekend. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to miss him. I like that kind of whole villain direct damagey thing. Uh, I've been looking quite closely at the Jubilees in the X-Men Forever campaign box as my kind of new, new Nobbies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one I'm currently playing around with is the Jubilee Olympic Gymnast who says while Jubilee is active when you field a bolt character die deal one damage to target opponent I think that is deceptively good it looks like 
old school firestorm, isn't it? Yeah, Turn yeah. Down a bit. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I think it looks. I think you think, uh, yeah, yeah, but, but in the right build and set up the right way. I mean, I played a, a kind of combo with her against you the other night, and I think I did what eight or ten in one round. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, so there's a lot of legs there. But the one um, that's been doing the rounds where she does one attack, uh, one damage for each other attacking bolt character with her, has also got a bit of potential there. Huge but, potential that. Yeah, so I've been looking at the Jubilees as my new nobbies. It means I'm going to move away from my beloved villains, but that's that's what I've got my eye closely on right now. Okay, look. Uh, the next one is basically is Kate Bishop Global Distraction Blink, which is a pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, so uh, when you when you send that over, static field is still legal. Bollocks. It's in the Warhammer 40k and the Justice campaign box. No, it's not legal anymore. And uh, actually, in fact, the the Kate Bishop promo card with the global on it is is in the legal promo list as well. So that one's very easy for me to answer <laughs> 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 because um, my Kate Bishop global. Uh, well, I'm probably just going to carry on using Kate Bishop, Kate Bishop Global for being honest, dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I told you mine would be quick. Yeah. Right, yeah. last one then. Wonder Woman. Yeah, so I think, specifically, I think you're talking about Wonder Woman Reflections, aren't you? Yeah, but to a degree, I think all of them are annoying and they all do this very similar thing and they stop you from playing a game, be it but, with globals, be it with not being able to do attacking or... Mm. or whatever you know the when fielded effects they do different things but they are similar so i could probably put all of them in that little bundle sure uh well i would probably looking back over our video content i would probably say that it's wonder woman reflections that i've done you not in with the most yeah it's the, the, <laughs> not when fielded and when attacks that's yeah. right yeah and also madam mask i've had her on a lot of teams kind of there to do the same thing so when i, when I saw that i was like yeah i see what, what you're getting out there when you sent me the list over uh there is no direct replacement for that Currently, when fielding, when uh, when attacks can uh, can go hog wild, we know that there's an Aunt May coming in. I think it's the Spider-Man campaign box that's a, a re basically a reprint of the Constantine from Justice League that you could choose a character and cancel its game text for a turn for a three cost rather than a two cost. But you know, release schedules with WizKids aren't the most rock solid and then throwing everything that's going on in the world right now when we'll see that I don't know so I don't feel I feel like there is something coming down the pipeline that will fulfill my need there but how long it's going to be so I, I don't really know what one thing a card I've been thinking about a lot lately I suppose more specifically about the when attacks rather than the when fielded element one card i've been thinking about a lot is uh the basic action in the x-men forever campaign box called dual defense i'm pretty sure i've mentioned it to you before what's it do uh, <laughs> so you choose two of your character dice if either of those character dice block the other must block as well these character dice cannot be ko'd while blocking these effects last until the beginning of your next turn and then on the double burst, it also says, also, these character dice cannot be targeted until the beginning of your next turn. That's a lot of text, isn't it? That is a lot of text. But what it basically means is for until the beginning of your next turn, you've got two characters that have to block if, if one blocks, but neither can be KO'd. And if you roll it on double burst, they can't be targeted either. So the kind the kind of stuff in the current meta that's when fielded, I mean, obviously I was using a lot of that stuff to stop your blobs and shrieks of the world um, and Norman Osborns, but 
uh, in the current meta, the things I'd be afraid of would be the Becky Lynch that you mentioned before. You know, her when fielded, making me re-roll dice, and then attacking and being a big old nasty overcrusher. Well, dual defense will, on a double burst, at the very least, it'll take out the overcrushers because it'll stop them from being KO'd. Now, have you got it right this time about overcrushing? Yeah, but absolutely, because if they're not KO'd, then it doesn't go through. Okay. Good. Or removed by any other means. <laughs> so yeah dual defense is kind of something i'm looking at cool well that was easier than mine yeah although although what i will say is that just as a kind of final note one of the reasons i use wonder woman a lot was to stop direct damage from when fielded and when attacks game texts and there's that new big e isn't there that any combat damage to you that is more than two is reduced to two um so there's Big E, and then yes, yeah, and then there's also the Black Widow agent, so I might not be able to get rid of it by cancelling the the when fielded specifically, but I might be able to slow it down. So I think there's ways and means of stopping the stuff that I wanted to control Hmm. that made me nervous. Is what I'm saying. Well, there we go. There we are. There you go. I've got mine done quick. I've clawed a bit of time back there, although we are definitely kingpin on this segment. So what's the challenge? So uh, just really, basically, to throw it out to the audience, say which of these cards would you like us to make teams out of that we can put put up against each other on the YouTube channel? You know, that kind of stuff. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, let us know, guys. It wasn't really a challenge challenge. Okay. Just a a, a more of a challenge challenge. Yeah, you know, not a challenge challenge, but a challenge challenge. I'm with you now. Finally, I got it. Yeah, we haven't gone out. We haven't gone out, out. We've just gone out. But when you go out, 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 then you're out. <laughs> With your slippers and your sliced loaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, just say slippers, mate. I've, I've, I've not worn proper shoes for like days. I know, yeah. I said to my boss the other day, I said, I don't, I don't care what happens. After all this is over, professional dress is over for me. I'm coming to work in my jogging bottoms every day. <laughs> there's, there's nothing quite like the feeling of dealing with a complaint whilst all you're wearing is a pair of underpants. <laughs> This is is a new world for work out there, guys. It most certainly is. All right, let's let's wrap that up there and move on to the last segment, shall we? Let's do it. Oh, it's outro now, isn't it? Outro, yeah, yeah. Bye, bye, bye. Well, there we are then, folks. That brings us to the close of yet another episode of the Ministry of Dice. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. Yes, we do. Hmm. Um, I don't. That's not a great deal to say in the outro now. Just investigate online play. Get in touch if you want any hints, tips, advice, or direction from us as to where to go to get that on, or you want me to help you out with any of the stuff that I mentioned before. Don't come to the events. Don't come <laughs> to the events. Check out the BritRoller6.com blog. Check out the Ministry of Dice YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, sign up, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. We we mentioned your birthday earlier. It is my birthday uh, on the Friday before this episode comes out, or the Friday before the, yeah, the Friday before. The Friday before. Hey, Tomorrow. Yeah. No, before the episode comes out. The episode comes out on Monday, mate. Friday after. <laughs> this episode comes out. Third of April, your birthday, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. The Friday after this episode comes out. <laughs> okay, well, fair play, yeah. So uh, you heard it here. You got a bit of time, presents, cards, flowers, invitations to secret councils. All, all very much appreciated. I just okay. thank you in advance. Thank you. There we are. Yeah, there you go. Very good. That was that was that was subtle. 
<laughs> it's layered in there. It's like subliminal thinking. Sub yeah. Subliminal people do it, but they won't know why. <laughs> well, we'll catch you again in two weeks, ladies and gents. I've been Chris, aka Drew Mister Six. And I've been Andy, aka the Master of the Internet. <laughs> See you later, folks. Bye bye bye. <laughs>